Hello, this is Hello. This is <laughs> This is the late night channel. Between the sheets. Between the sheets with <laughs> Brooke and Gina. Calling in Sounds late so night. Sexy. Yes. <laughs> I feel like if I try to talk like that too much, yeah. my voice will just crack. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, I'm going to grow a penis or something. I'll be honest. Like, one time I was sick, and yeah. I kind of had, like, that rasp oh, yeah, voice. Yeah, and I was like. Sexy voice. <laughs> you know, and then friends would make jokes. I'm like, hey, call me later. <laughs> right, yeah, totally. <laughs> hey, could you call me later tonight? <laughs> Just read me a book. Once uh, upon a <clears throat> time. You <laughs> <laughs> sound like a smoker. Oh, man. <laughs> Welcome What's to Between up? the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Between the Reps, Between the Sheets starts later. <laughs> almost spit my coffee out. <laughs> oh my God. And no, uh, it's not because it was bad. I know. <laughs> I, I'm, Gina goes, uh, yeah. I need to tell you something that's it's kind of mean. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? Okay, what? And she goes, but it's kind of mean. And I was like, and she's holding her coffee that I had just made her. And I was like, <laughs> is the coffee bad? <laughs> She's like, no. And I was like, oh, thank God. I don't know if I could, my, my confidence could, I don't know if my, my self-esteem could your handle that. Your eyes, you, t- you looked just like scared or like sad. Like, is my coffee bad? I was like fully prepared like, no. to like, like, you know, like explain to her why it probably was bad. I'm not going to make you another one, but I have cream in the free, in the, in the fridge, in, in the, the freezer. freezer. I got cream pops. Pop some butter in the freezer. Anyway. Yeah, no, the coffee's fine. And I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Cause no, we don't have to talk I feel, about I feel bad mean. when I say mean things. And, you know, some people might think of what you what we talked about as an observation, not really being mean. Right. You know yeah, it, it was more of an observation. You're not really a yeah. mean person, I just kind of felt bad for saying it out loud. Yeah. Anyway, All we'll right, sorry. your imagination. We'll get off that topic. And um, <clears throat> what are we talking about? Once again, we have a few things we're going to like touch on right ah, hey first time we're actually recording in my we living are room sitting on your couch on this is awesome couch. yeah got a lot more room uh i went and got i was gonna tell you this hmm. have you ever had dermal planing no so i've had it done a couple times now i really like is that it. Why your skin looks so glowy because i've been like just like scraping <laughs> <laughs> it's hot in here sweat no uh well, no, I, yeah, I guess. No, your skin looks really good. Yeah. So the first time, the f- dermal planing. Okay. I had never heard of it until Heidi Powell had told me about it and she loved it. And I was going to mm-hmm. get it done when I was in Arizona because I didn't find anywhere where I would go to a few spas or um, estheticians, like websites to see like, what the services were. Right. To see if it was on the list and they're not like anywhere here. And I guess a lot Is of places won't do it. Is it because it's invasive? Or they're not supposed to do it. Ooh. Oh, what is it? it's awesome. Tell they us. basically lay you down. Okay. And you get really comfortable and you go to get a facial and they cleanse your skin. And this last time, Sue actually put like something on my skin and it kind of dried up a little bit. But then they just take like a razor. <gasps> not like a like, like a straight shape, razor? Like a straight razor kind of. I th- but they're like medical grade and they yeah. use them. But they scrape off all of your dead skin. Oh, wow. On your face, including any sort of like, uh, you know, those whiskers I've been growing out of my chin. Oh, dude, I shave my face like <laughs> once a week. My, I it used to just be my mustache. I get like, now it's I get like, like the whole two, face. I get like two hairs that grow on my chin. Yeah. You got to let, you got to check too, because uh, as you get older, like right in the crease of your neck, uh-huh. one time I got in the car and I looked up and it was like long hairs, like Maggie's hairs, like probably like two inches long, like little white ones hanging out <laughs> like a cluster oh my god and i was like oh my god whoa why wouldn't somebody tell me i had that hey guys for the men that are listening and the women that are still in their 20s early 20s or teens this is what you have to at a certain to. point women also grow hair on their face in areas they neck. don't want yeah um or your ear i have one that grows i think i've talked about this before i have one that grows out of the, my ear a black hair from the inside no it's like right on that little edge like the, um, like, you know, some people get it pierced. Yeah. It's like on the inside. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's right there and it grows out and like literally will grow like overnight. Like I check it every day and then sometimes I'll like be in the car and I'll look and I'm like, oh, how did it grow that fast? I just, <laughs> I just checked that shit this morning. Like weeds. It's like, it's, yeah. It's like hiding. 
<laughs> like that or like the hairs in my armpit that I can never see <laughs> or reach with my razor. So at a certain point when I can see them, we're in trouble. If you've ever seen Brooke's armpits, she's so um, muscular that she can't, yeah, she can't, um, well, it I don't even know how to worse. explain it. Like where, uh, if you put your arm out, your peck yeah. kind of like sticks out. So you get like kind of a cup yeah. inside your armpit. You have that. I, I have. My mind's flat when I put my arm up. See? Yours is like in That's there. That's true. Yeah. It's because you're so And muscular. it was worse. The first time this happened, well, actually, I mean, the first time it was brought to my attention. <laughs> this could have been a problem for a very long time. Um, I had my spine fused. And so I, when I would shave my armpits, I'd have to look in the mirror. <laughs> okay. I'd put my right, arm up and I'd head. look in the mirror because I couldn't turn my head. Um, and even then it was kind of tough because I did have a, it was not a flat surface. So I would do the best I could without like, cutting myself right <laughs> I remember I was at my parents beach house my family's and I was laying in a chair next to my sister and Lacey is a ball buster and she, she looks at me and she's like oh my god and I was like what and she goes starts laughing hysterically just laughing just like my had these like a few hairs in my armpit up in that like corner yeah like they just been hanging out and cultivating There's just like and they were like to long my oh sister my went and pulled them out ow <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and I couldn't see them oh, because no. even when I started being able to move my head like right. now the doctor's like now you can turn your head because I actually could not turn my head or move it at all for six weeks right. after surgery. So when I finally started being able to do it, I didn't have any range of motion. I was very, everything was very tight. So now it's like, you know, you're doing, I'm doing PT and exercises to like stretch out all right. the muscles and everything. So even if I looked in my armpit, I really couldn't look. <laughs> I couldn't see all the way yeah. in there. Yeah. And um, for a long time, even still today, there are some <laughs> little buddies in there. <laughs> <laughs> they just grow they just hide in there yeah and i'm like well free like we found the best spot yeah guys come just up come here, here. <laughs> just they all migrate right to like one i always have like a one big like a, thick have like a, like a 70s bush <laughs> up in the corner of my arm just in one spot i uh, love it yeah, yeah we got off track there yeah okay, but so dermal planning like it makes your skin super smooth also you know she i found a girl a woman and um, we're actually going to have her on our podcast named Sue Bell and she's an esthetician in Santa Cruz mm -hmm. and she has like a skincare line which is really cool I think but she's I, been doing it for a very long time so long, she knows, she's long seen time. it all yeah and I just was in there don't mean to make her sound old Sue yeah. if you're listening to this That's how I, I was in there actually um there was a woman out from uh, what's the color science oh yeah color science and it's a makeup company it's yeah, like tons like of everything everything has like spf in it it's, it has my favorite uh sunscreen yes and she was doing like a demo so you mm -hmm. can come in and get your makeup done and see get some of the products and i needed new sunscreen that's what i was doing in there actually i was buying some and she's like well actually Good she's girl. coming so why don't you come because i was out so i was like yeah i'll do it so i went in and while i was there i asked her i was like do you do because i needed a facial and my skin like from one just because I have breakout around my period and hormone changing, but like also my stress and everything was just I was breaking out really bad, especially along my jawline. Mm -hmm. That's really common <clears throat> for your age. Yeah. Now that you're 30. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> it's like cystic neck acne. Seriously. Yeah. All that that whole lower area. I remember yeah. having them so bad. Like a guy like coming in to like kiss your neck. You're like, no, no. <laughs> you don't want to go down there. I have herpes of the neck. Please. <laughs> Please don't look Please at don't it. Don't look down there. But she, I said, do you do dermal planning? And she was like, well, we're not really supposed to, but some people do do it. Right. So we talked about it and um, went through like all like the pros and cons. And that way she was able to uh, do like a version of it okay. on me. And it's amazing. She kind of talked about how. They just scrape just being all able, of like, your face? Yeah. And your skin, all, like all the dead skin off, which yeah. then if you're using some good anti-aging products, right. you can actually, it actually works. gets into your skin a yeah. lot better. Because if you don't get that top layer like scrubbed off or yep. whatever, then it, yeah, it like kind of builds up a layer and it's kind of like you just bought all that expensive shit for no yeah. reason. And what I found too, cause I, um, I've been told that I shouldn't use like a really rough scrub. I've yeah, regularly, I've heard that too. right? Mm -hmm. And that, that can actually cause you to break out more. Oh, okay. And so I remember a long time ago, I stopped using it because I was using like the apricot scrub, like St. Ives, I apricot used scrub. That too. 
Mm-hmm. Like every day. Because nothing just, feels as smooth after that. No. Right? But you're right. It's not supposed to be good for you. Yeah. <laughs> but I know people who use it all the time and, and they it works great for them. Right. But I was also having like breakouts and um, I decided to just, like, just give it a try. It's like, well, I'm already broken out. So we'll just try it out. <laughs> and it was that. It was like, don't use that. Don't scrub as often. And then also to uh, moisturize more versus trying to dry things out. Right. And that was actually when I was still in Utah. And it was like, actually, if you're too dry, your skin can still get Well, I think it produces mad. more oil and, yeah. then it, and then you'll get more zits. So what I did notice with like doing something like this versus. Mm-hmm. Um, like zit cream? Yeah. Or like letting things sort of get more too dry. Uh-huh. My skin. Or no, versus using like a, a hard scrub oh, okay. every day. Uh-huh. My skin actually feels moisturized after. Oh, okay. Even though they went and like scraped everything off. Yeah. Like did like a extreme exfoliation. Yeah. I, it looks a lot better. Yeah. I mean, because it looked really bad. I'm just kidding. It was really bad. <laughs> it, it was not. Are you wearing a mask? You look like shit. I, was, I didn't want to tell you. Before you looked kind of <laughs> shitty. <laughs> what? What? Uh, no. But this time. Good. This time. Uh, I went in, I, th- I had an appointment. I thought I was just having that done. I didn't realize that we actually did a, we did a microderm. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've done as that. As well. Mm-hmm. And she also like puts like a, a peel, like a light peel on okay. too. You did all of it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Were I was like really red for a bone? few days. Dude. <laughs> and like, because like, I didn't even question it too, because it, if it if obviously Sue have yeah, she she's, she's not going to like wreck right. me. Right. Right. But she did that first and then she goes and does the microderm. And I don't want to say the whole word. So I don't know if, I don't know if I'm going to say it right. Microdermabrasion. It's microdermabrasion. Yeah. Microdermabrasion. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and it's a tool for those who don't know. It's like a tool and what it feels they like do it's is like it, vacuuming. Well, it almost face. has like a little bit of like, um, yeah, it has suction, but it has like a rough, I don't know if it's like diamonds or I don't know. It's there, like something I, yeah. like that on the end. And so it scratches mm-hmm. and as it's scratching, it sucks all yes. the dead skin up. Yeah. So after she's done scraping you and me, <laughs> then she scrapes me and it sucks all the more stuff <laughs> off. And she was, you know, she goes to put like this, uh, some sort of like a light peel on. She goes, it's going to be tingly. Um, tell me like, you know, one to 10, like how much it burns. And I was yeah. like, it's like a seven this time. Oh, wow. And she, and, but it's it went working. down. She basically yeah. was like, it should go down. And it very quickly, it was like down to like super tolerable. Right. And she's like, I mean, this is the third exfoliant we've done to your face. So right. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm thinking like, I'm be red. <laughs> Were you? Yeah. When did you do it? Pretty red. I Um, I feel like I've seen you every day. Yeah. And like, you know what worked well though is the color science. Oh, the, yeah. Cause it's like super, yeah. Just enough to like tone it down. Right. And, um, but my face felt sunburnt for like a full day. Like a full day. Yeah. And then like yesterday I, it was starting to be really dry. I was like, you're going to like, oh yeah. You're going to peel a little peely. You're going to peel a little Mm -hmm. bit. But what was nice, I think because I did the, the um, dermal plane first. Uh-huh. I didn't peel that much, and after like washing my face, I was actually able to like take my towel and oh, just yeah, sort yeah. of like just rub, rub it, it, get it all off. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was only certain parts, like over my temples, is yeah. where it really started to get really peely. But yeah, and now finally, it's actually starting to like look glowy. It, you're very glowy. Looks great. I need to go do that. You shit. should do it. <laughs> I need to. You should do it. I have all these like skin, like we talk about like skincare all the time on this. We talk about how important sunscreen is. I've been using sunscreen since I was 25 and I still have stuff that pops up. That's all of a sudden, like I got like six new spots on my face when I keep my face covered all the time. And Mm -hmm. they keep saying it's like old skin damage. So I cannot stress sunscreen enough. Yeah, we talk about sunscreen a lot. (laughs) I remember when I keep your face out of the sun. Yeah. Don't tan it. Anyway, that was my yeah. Just I had put to get fake on the tanner box for on, you know? Yeah, fake tanner, fake and bake. You know what else she was telling me about? Yeah. Okay, I'll like reference it because I don't know a lot about it. But when we have her on, we'll have her talk about it. Okay. And she's in the process of like researching it more because she wants to bring in new people to her. Um, she just got a new space. Oh. To bring in like new doctors or people to be able to do more yeah. like um, dermal fillers and things like that. Yeah. But it's a doing like a facelift. Oh. Okay. Without going in for surgery for people that like go in and actually have like a facelift, like their face or their neck right. or whatever, they actually do it with, they call them, it's like, it's like a, a, almost like a string and they 
put it, insert it using a, a certain okay. type of needle. I've heard of this. It okay? terrifies and me. And it drops an anchor. Yeah. And then they basically pull it and like tie it off and like. Like in your temple? Yes. Not, I mean, it depends on where oh, you put it. Yeah, yeah. But basically, uh, she made it sound actually pretty cool for people that maybe have like extreme sagging or like um, super droopy eyelids, you know, yeah. like getting like eyelid surgery and things like that. Um, which my, that's genetic for me. Both my dad's brothers have had it. I'm not against it. I'm right. actually not against like, you guys can do what you want. Yeah. Just like I can do what I want. <laughs> I do you what know? I want. Yeah. But she said that the, those little wires or yeah. like little strings, they dissolve. Oh. So you so would. So does it, does it just a, slowly two sag years. back? Like basically, um, they're good for like two years. Oh, okay. And then you would just go and have and them redone. It again. It's kind of like if you had filler done or something, yeah. it's going to dissolve over time. And so like what she you had slowly talked watch about. yourself getting older again. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I can just imagine. Or like one of the strings breaks. And all of a sudden it's like. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you look like you had a stroke. Just like Bell's palsy. <laughs> oh my God. It's only one side. Oh, that would be terrifying. Yeah. Great. What we, she had said and I, after hearing more about it and she's kind of, you know, really researching like different people that are doing it and to kind of see for one, like pricing and right. um, all that. But I guess it's been around for a while. Yeah, no, I have heard of it. But before. it's becoming a bit more popular because yeah. it's not an extreme surgery. Right. You can, not going be, under you the can knife. be more specific about maybe you don't, maybe people in their older age, they don't need a full facelift, but there's certain parts that they could use a right. little bit of lifting without surgery they this is a great option and she said with like facelifts or neck lifts you can't do you almost can't do one without the other well yeah you don't want to have an old head and a yeah. new neck yeah it's kind of so like when like, they say like when you get like new boobs and you're really old <laughs> and you got like a new rack with just an old head <laughs> new <laughs> neck who this <laughs> old face why would, still me <laughs> why would i go get my neck done and not my face <laughs> yeah and she was like talking about even this when you go and do like the fa i don't know much about those types of surgeries, but just like, uh, the scarring and things like that. Right. Dude, I'm gonna have to get a neck lift at some point. Like my, my profile, my, my neck is almost to the very edge of my chin. <laughs> <laughs> it almost grows straight from the edge of my chin. And it's slowly going to be like, where it's like a straight line from like my chin to like my boot, like my Your sternum. <laughs> yeah. My cleavage right there. It's just all neck. Oh, waddle, waddle. <laughs> Waddle, 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 waddle. Well, maybe yeah, uh, it's just we'll my have, genetics we'll have, too. We'll have Sue tell yeah. us about these little. I'm just gonna get that tape, you things. know, like where they tape it yes. back. Yes, I'll just take some yeah. clothespins and pinch the back of your neck. <laughs> Perfect. You're like, can you tighten me? <laughs> People think I'm like tightening your bra straps. I'm just tightening your neck, <laughs> just cinching it back. Tighten, <laughs> tighten it a couple yeah. turns. Anyways, we are gonna have Sue on. It'll be really cool. Um, and then we'll actually head down to LA at some point or Pasadena and have Dr. K Oh on. yeah, that's right. We've been meaning to do that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's my most recent <laughs> I've done to my face. <laughs> and I actually look better, which is great. So I, I definitely, and if you guys are wondering skincare wise, um, I use Athea. They have a great, super mild face wash, a really great retinol night cream that is low enough in retinol that you can use it daily. Like I've used different, one, when we were producing the product, I was sampling things, yeah. right? And there were some that there was just too much. Well, you have to be careful if you have retinol, if you're using that every day too, because it'll make you really, really sensitive to yes. the sun. You yeah. can't, you, you for sure need to wear sunblock, a hat. Right. Um, if you're using retinol and you like get waxed regularly, that's a bad combo. <laughs> yeah, it takes like the it skin takes right the off. It takes the skin off. Yeah. Um, I've heard that. Yeah. And then they, you know, we have other great products too, but I use that. I use the the moisturizer. I use the face wash. I use this. Our skin masks are really moisturizing and amazing. Yeah, we tried we those out. Those. Yeah, those are really good. And then I do use a Jan Marini product that's called Duality. Um, it's for adult acne. Oh, okay. And that's one thing that I've found works pretty well for me. Um, and we're actually in the process of really fine-tuning a great, like, acne or, like, problematic skin sort of product for Athea as well. And Color Science is great for sunscreen that's tinted and it doesn't leave your face really it's not uh, yeah it's or, not uh, greasy so yeah. you can put your makeup right over it and it's not all over the place yeah I use that and then I'll usually take um I've been using Tarte 
foundation. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's like a li- like liquid foundation, and I'll just take that with one of my little um, blender. What are they called? Blender brush or bl- whatever. Sponge? They look like a sponge. Yeah. yeah, and I just sort of add that in areas on my face that I might need a little more coverage. Right. So I'm not like putting tons of foundation on. I just wear the sunscreen, and then a little bit of that. Yeah. And I and I put my eyebrows on. I just put flesh colored tape over my brown spots so that. <laughs> I'm just yes. <laughs> band-aids all over my face <laughs> nothing covers them they're not that old yet <laughs> no not yet but it's starting to feel that way all right well I'm definitely going to try the face scraping yeah yeah you should sounds awesome. make you an appointment okay sounds great all right guys we're going to take a quick break and when we get back we're going to talk about some diet stuff um things that we have done for a long time uh tips and tricks we use when we're feel like we've fallen off the wagon and we want to get back on <laughs> I feel like and I've been that way for about an hour two years you know i just yeah. keep going like transformation starts tomorrow <laughs> we always say transformation that transformation starts, starts monday guys hey transformation <laughs> hey summer's already over so i guess <laughs> i could probably just wear pants and sweatshirts for a while <laughs> that's what i do and uh, we're also going to talk a little bit about uh nutrition tracking apps ones that we've used mm-hmm. um things we've liked things that we haven't really liked and then i was looking up some comparisons online there's actually a lot of apps i've never heard of yeah. So I'm going to, I'll read through some of those and they have some pros and cons written on them. So hopefully that's very helpful. And again, we'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. <laughs> I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. We really appreciate you and want to stay connected with you. So please rate, review, and subscribe to help this podcast grow. And if you like the podcast, get the word out. And now back to the show. And we're back, guys. And we're back. Hopefully you're still listening. (laughs) I know. I I keep like sniffing. I'm like, no, I do not have a Coke problem. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. It's my allergies. (laughs) It's my allergies. (laughs) Oh, right. hi, Maggie. Sorry, guys. I'm already st- off topic. Just dog. got back and we're already not talking. Okay. Food. <laughs> food. <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> food. It's so funny. Uh, food is funny. Okay. Let's start with you, Gina. Okay. What are you doing now for food? Because you started doing... For food. You jump, you, for food. You jump, You got back into doing something that you gave up pretty early on. I did. Last time you tried. I did. So I, I had signed up for... Well, this was like two years ago mm-hmm. and I had signed up to do like the templates uh from RP RP strength mm-hmm. and a friend of mine had uh he had suggested it because it had worked really well for him well I I just kind of said yeah and then that just like did it and um <clears throat> I'm gonna say this what did I say to you I was like no <laughs> I, I was like don't I'm like that's too complicated for you well it's it, I was like well I'm like Daniel what do you know it's I know well it's I think it's very complicated to start out I think that if you're somebody that can be like any diet, right, or food, you know, lifestyle, you have to be compliant. And I'm not the most compliant person. That's definitely the key so, to <laughs> anything, key to training anything or diet is compliance. Is compliance. So I'm, I'm 100. I, I get that it's me. 
it's not necessarily the program. Um, it's so, not you, it's me. <laughs> I had to break up with it. Um, and I did it at a really weird time. So it was like right explain before the, the templates just a little bit. If well, the templates, seen what those I, are. they're hard to explain. It's like, I, uh, you know, you, you have a certain amount of, you know, your, your macros that you mm-hmm. eat, your carbs, your, your fat, your, your protein, and you have to eat it at certain times of the day. And it's dependent on when you're working out that day. It depends on how, um, uh, what, what am I trying to think of? Sorry, my brain's not working. Um, how intense your workouts are. Yeah. Um, and that's, that, that's already hard for me to gauge. Right. Cause like, I mean, and like anyone, you're not always working out at the same time and, mm-hmm. and all of that. So okay, that's, you mean, cause life, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because life happens. <laughs> yes. Um, so it was hard at first. I mean, it was, it was honestly daunting. Like I was looking at this going, Oh my God, what did I just sign up for? And so, um, I understand. And I've had other people say the same thing, just kind of with any eating program. Right. Because, yeah. When you start something new, yeah, it's like always, you know, like what the hell. So I started it, but I also started it like right before the holidays, which was really bad. And I'm, I'm a drinker as everybody knows. And so I was like, shit, how am I going to, how, how am I going to do this and drink? How am I going to fit my wine in? Where does my wine fit in? <laughs> and it was kind of like, you know, Danny looks at me like, well, that's, you don't. And I'm like, well, what? Because like, Gina's, like her, the biggest like <laughs> hurdles <laughs> right. that we have in her diet yes. is like, make sure you eat enough protein. Yes. And, and make sure I'm eating often enough. Yes. Eating enough times a day. Right. Which also has been slowing my metabolism down. Cause like I'll like wait and not eat first thing in the morning and then eat a, like a big lunch or then, you know what I mean? Like that sort of thing. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, and then wine. And then wine. Yeah. 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 Which I mean, really, I just need to like cut back on the drinking. And I know that. And I've been saying that for years. <laughs> so and I mean, point, some, some of you are some probably point. like, well, I don't eat first thing in the morning. Well, I do fasting or right. I do intermittent fasting. Here's, here's where it's like, we're not saying that everyone's just different. Right. Right. Well, so that's kind of what this, what this looked like okay. for me. And so I was like, oh my God. And I remember I was going to do a bulk first. Yeah. I remember when you were bulking. <laughs> Uh, are you bulking? Because I've talked about it before, but I was, what was happening is that since I'm, I've been getting older and I've, have gone through menopause and I started kind of younger, I, um, my body just didn't want to hold on to muscle. And so what was happening is that I was doing all these like more like CrossFit type workouts or just like higher intensity workouts and not, and my body was just getting thinner, which was fine, but I was losing all my muscle. And so that, oh, <laughs> taking a picture of mags. And so I was losing my muscle. So someone was like, well, you should like bulk and then do a cut. So I started bulking and then the holidays hit. And then I just sort of forgot to cut. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's like, I'm not taking advice from this bitch. I just like kept bulking. so, So, and then right when I was like, okay, I really, really have to like get on this. Right. So, and then I broke my foot and then it was like, then I was just in depression and I was like, well, I guess we'll just keep bulking and not working out. <laughs> so I'll just keep getting fatter. And so that's kind of what has been happening. And so I decided, okay, RP came out with this new um, app and everyone was saying, oh, it's so much easier. Can I blah, see blah, blah. it on your phone? Yeah. I haven't really played with it. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just do that. And so I did it and I, and I'll be honest, it, I was down like three pounds, you know, and they want you to lose the weight slowly. And I wanted to lose 10 pounds, but it's hard for me with life, but it's, it's very much like where you have to be super regimented. You have to do all of your food prep. It doesn't allow you a lot of, I don't, I hate calling it cheating, but it doesn't allow you to really go out and be with anybody else at breakfast when they get the French toast to share, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So it's, I'm not going to say it's not working, but the problem is, is that when I put my food in, if I'm over or under, like you'll, you'll see on there, it'll tell you, it'll be like a target macros, not met target macros, not met target macros, not met. I'm looking at Gina's app right now. And then it'll be like, you've been 26% compliant. Oh shit. So I'm failing. (laughs) Shit. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. But the problem is like like when we travel or when we've gone anywhere, it's very hard for me to unless I've I don't know somehow pre-prepped all my meals, which just is not going to work for me. And I know that like some people can do it, and I have huge um, respect for them because <laughs> they're so good at doing that. But I have a really hard time with it, like going out to eat or doing anything like that, anything social. And you and I, our, our lives are very social and you're, you well, you have a, you're much better at knowing what you're supposed to be eating mm-hmm. just from all of your training and all of that. So you're usually better at that. My problem is, and you know, this is another problem. Once I have a glass of wine or two, I'm like, oh, I can eat those French fries. Those look really yummy. You know, so I mean, that's me. Like I'll go on like a long bike ride. Yeah. We'll do like 20 plus miles. Yeah. It could be in the morning. I'm about to be real honest with you guys here. You can judge me all you want. Cause I can't hear you. <clears throat> Cause I can't We'll go on you. like a weekend ride or right. maybe a Monday ride. I didn't ride this morning, but my, one of my most favorite things to do. I'll sometimes eat something really small before a ride or I do like to do fasted cardio. So right. I'll do a really hard ride and come back and I might, Get a cider and drink it in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get those quick carbs. That is quick carbs. That is awesome. That's the truth. You're right like, there. it's 9 a.m. Yes. On a Monday. <laughs> I just look at it as, as carbohydrates, right? <laughs> I mean, and then I sit down and watch Netflix. <laughs> but see, you're about, and that's, and that's kind of what I was doing with this RP thing. I was like, okay, I'm supposed to have this many carbs later. So I'll just make sure I'm just having protein and then I'll drink my carbs. Yeah. And it, Daniel said a million times, he's like, you can't drink all your carbs. And I'm like, no, <laughs> okay, <laughs> never mind. Well, because there's something else and I'm not smart enough to explain this to people, but there was something he was explaining to me that especially myself who doesn't get enough protein, there's something about when you drink alcohol and the alcohol will kind of like, uh, it kind of won't, it kind of, oh, I can't think of the word. Like it kind of like reacts with the, with the protein, mm-hmm. not with the protein, but basically your body, it's going against basically what you're doing. Does yeah. that make sense? When, cause it's alcohol. Yeah. So, so alcohol is, it's maybe own, you can explain it, is, it better. I'm like, well, uh, I mean, it's bad for you. We'll, we'll explain it better <laughs> when we're not doing this podcast because it will give me time yeah, yeah, to yeah. really like, we should have Daniel on cause he's looked yeah. into a lot because he really wants me to stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> I swear he does all this research my, just to get, to scare me. Here's to be like my point. So muscle breakdown is slowed down by carbohydrates. That's what it is. Yes. So, and it's- But alcohol's different. So alcohol is its own macro. Okay. That's what they they now have. It has its own, it is its own macro. Um, If that's your only source of carbohydrate, right? Right. Sugar, it's just not from a source that I think, and this is just, and I think, because I haven't, I haven't really looked into this. One, because- alcohol isn't my main source of carbs. <laughs> so I actually haven't needed to figure this out for myself. But now that I but am that here you- <laughs> as the protector of Gina for the rest of her life, I will I look into that. it, even though Daniel's already done it. Yeah, I appreciate um, that. But yeah, it would be the <laughs> idea that, that it's not the correct form of carbohydrate that is there to do its job, right. which is going to slow down muscle breakdown. And for someone like Gina, who we're really trying to keep the muscle she has and add because as we get older it's just it's a lot harder for your body to retain muscle mass right so you know, yeah, it just I'm takes more work so we're trying to cut back up. cut back the carbs from alcohol so the other carbohydrates can do their job and when she decides to you know <laughs> bulk again <laughs> it'll be successful yeah Oh, but yeah, I'm I mean, if right. you're someone who like, you watch me eat, but you love to like drink on the weekends or whatever, um, a great way is alcohol is going to be digested. This is how I've always done it and how I was taught it too. But how I've always done it is like, you have to count that. You can choose to count it for just like calories for your fat or your carbs. And that's kind of your choice. Um, you take the amount of calories that you are drinking and there's actually working against gravity is a company that I worked with a lot and they have a great, um, it's an online train, um, online, they do, well, uh, nutrition coaching mm-hmm. and they have a alcohol, like a calculator. You can kind of put in the amount of calories and you can choose 
like with like this what? little, there's like this little button thing you like slide back and forth oh, that yeah, kind yeah. of balances between carbs and, and fat. Oh, okay. And you can find a way how many to basically decide how much to, to subtract. Right. 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 And maybe I should do something like that. Yeah. So someone like for me, I was, I always eat a pretty low fat diet, especially when I was like training for the games and like really training. Right. I function better and I perform better, which most performance athletes are better performers on carbohydrates, not fueling with fat. Right. Um, there are outliers. There are people that actually perform better with fat than carbohydrates. That's just the thing where it's, everybody's different. Right. Right. But for me, definitely, I don't digest a lot of fat very well. Like Mm -hmm. it actually makes me really sick. And so carbs is like, I always had more carbohydrates available for me than I did fat. So if I ever drank, oh, it. I okay. always subtracted it from my carbs because I already didn't have that much fat available. Right. And anytime you cook something with spray or whatever, or everything has, not everything, but everything has fat in it. Right. And that all counts against your total for the day. Right. I remember one of the first times that you kind of, you, that blows a lot of people's minds and you're like, hey, like it's like bacon, right? Right. You can't like eat certain meats or like a pork or like a really, like a ribeye and be like, oh, this is my protein. Right. right. Like, no, right. no that's, that's, that's like, a lot of fat. It's really good because there's fat in there. <laughs> right. It's like anything delicious it is like fat. high in fat, sodium and right. sugar more than likely. Yeah. What's that show on Netflix? Uh, acid. Oh yeah. Salt. The Persian gal. Um, yeah. Shoot. Acid, fat. Salt. Salt. <laughs> Like yeah. something else it's something like that and it's basically yeah, yeah, yeah. like those are like these are like the key ingredients ingredients you're looking for to like balance dishes and right like and to make, make them delicious really yeah, yeah. Anyways, can't have them i've been doing i count my macros i've been doing it for a very long time before that i always ate pretty well i guess like growing up i come from a meat and potatoes type family and went to college and i remember i started doing crossfit and everyone was doing paleo Oh, right. That was, a, that, they're like hand in hand. Yeah. yeah. So like we started eating like paleo-ish. Right. Because I didn't cut out, um, I didn't eat a lot of like gluten or carbs besides like, like sweet potatoes are really popular in the CrossFit community. Right. Um, but I didn't cut out like cheese all the way or like, I didn't drink a lot of whole milk, but I didn't like cut out like dairy right. that much. And when I, it just never really worked for me. And I remember I moved to Santa Cruz and I was working with Tyson Oldroyd and Miranda Oldroyd is a good friend of mine. It's not Oldroyd anymore, but I can't think of what her new last name is. Alvarez. Mm-hmm. I think so. Um, she, like I wanted to uh, lean out a little bit because like I always ate clean, but for some reason, something I was eating was definitely causing a lot of inflammation. I was always like, I was really strong, but like soft, right? Like, softer. Yeah. And I just felt like kind of puffy. And it's like, I want, I want to lean out. I train a lot. Like I want to feel, I want to look and feel better. I want to look the way you feel. Yeah. Right. And so I remember Tyson was like, okay. And he was going to work with me. He's like, let's do the ketogenic diet. We're going to do it strict for a month. And then we'll do the zone diet strict for a month. Okay. So I did this keto diet. And I remember he, he almost wanted to think that, well, one, he thought for sure, like, I must be having, like, sweets. Like, there must be something <laughs> right. that's hindering me. Because if I was saying I already ate as clean as I did, like, how come I wasn't having the results that I wanted? And so then he even went as far as thinking, like, the keto diet would be good because maybe ketchup. Like, even just that much, like, sugar right. is causing my body and my insulin to spike so much. And I'm having this big reaction. And that wasn't really the case. But I did the keto diet strict for a month. Now I know that I can't even really digest a lot of like fat, fat that well. Yeah. So that probably wasn't the best diet for me. <laughs> and went into zone diet strict for a month. And I don't really, the only reason I don't really care for the zone, I think that it's a great option for people that have no experience counting uh-huh. or measuring. Okay. But I've never the, done it, the, so number, the numbers are just arbitrary. Okay. Um, like blocks. Mm-hmm. And I just think that, if, if you're going to count anything, you should just count everything. And to just keep a running total and know a total number for each macro, I think it's just sim- more simple. Yeah. There's not like, I it's kind of like. do better with that, you know, to be it's honest. Like, yeah. And like with the zone, you have like, well, 
fat is how many, how many blocks of this do you eat? How many Mm. blocks of this do you eat? you know, and it's, it can be a little bit complicated and the numbers are sort of arbitrary. And so I did it strict for a month. Um, Tyson said I I looked leaner. I didn't lose any weight. I didn't feel like that. I thought I looked leaner at all. Mm -hmm. And so then I just started, I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to eat like Miranda. I'm like, Miranda, how do you eat? And at this point though, I was actually starting to up my training a lot. Right. Cause I was training now for, to compete as an individual for the first time ever. And um, Tommy Hackenbrook was my coach. He had me running. I was doing like an hour long run, like once or twice a week. Wow. And (laughs) so I was training more, I was running more. And then this is how I ate. (laughs) Uh, I basically followed like what Rand ate. At least like what I thought. Like I took some like pieces <laughs> You're just of always what she like, told hey, me what and did are you that. Right now? Yeah, and like and there's people that do that to me, right? right? Um, I just wanted we were already eating fairly close to like the same type of stuff. I just wanted to almost see like just timing and amounts and things because we are pretty similar and we were similar in our training. Uh-huh. And so I would wake up in the morning, I always went straight to coaching. So I would stop at New Leaf and go to their hot bar. I would get a little a little bit of their potatoes. Okay. And I would get um a little bit of scrambled eggs uh-huh. and like one piece of bacon. Okay. And I would eat that on my way to the gym. I would eat perfect foods bars. I'd have like, I got, I found perfect foods bars. Oh, they're yeah. addictive. Yeah. They're really um, good. I'd have like a couple of those throughout the day and maybe like a protein shake. Mm-hmm. And then I wouldn't really eat a meal again until like dinner. Okay. And for dinner I would do like, we'd grill a meat and then do like brown rice or quinoa and like some veggies. Right. And over time, I did start to like my, I didn't really lose weight, but I did start to lean out a bit more. Mm-hmm. And I also think though, it's cause I was maybe in a caloric deficit <laughs> for how much I was training times a week or three days for how much times a day. Yeah. How much I was training. I went to regionals that year. That was 2014. And I remember prior to this, like some people at our gym were starting to work with like, like work with a nutrition coach. And mm-hmm. I was like, I don't need someone to tell me something I actually already know. Like at this point I had been like just in the health industry for a long time. I understand like what I should and shouldn't eat. I understand that if you need to lose weight, you have to be in a caloric deficit. I understand all this. So to me, I was like, I'm not, and I don't have money. (laughs) Right. So I'm like, I can't, I'm not going to pay someone to do something that like, I'm not, I don't like need to lose a bunch of weight to compete. You know what I mean? But at this point I had gone to regionals. I did really well. And you start looking at, okay, what can I control? As a competitor, it's like you control what you can. And that's that's what you do. It's like, how can I basically take all the pieces of what it takes to be better at my sport, look at, look at it under a magnifying glass, what can I control? Well, I was already training as much as I could. You can only go to the, you can only do so much. You right. have to allow your body to recover, you know, things like that. So it's like, well, I'm already doing that. Right. Um, I'm trying to sleep more. You know, I train a lot. That's pretty much was my life. And I guess I guess I know <laughs> I guess my diet. So that's when I started working with someone. And that's the first time I started doing just like counting my macros. I wasn't doing a, I wasn't doing a specific diet. I wasn't right. doing the zone diet. I wasn't doing the ketogenic diet. I wasn't doing anything like that. Right. It was we look at your weight. We look at your muscle mass. We look at how much you're training. Mm hmm. And we look at your goal and then we ad- we adjust your protein, fat, and carb to support your muscle mass, to support your energy ex- you're exerting. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. Right? And then obviously, you know, there's great rule of thumb, thumbs for when you're prescribing people these numbers. And a lot of it comes from, you know, things that like, like results and, um, like data from years and years and years. It's like, you know, typically, it's like a typically as we age, this, this, this. As we age, we can keep a leaner mass eating lower carb, higher fat, typically. Right. Right. There's these things because, but then everyone's different. So what you would do and what we did is it's like, okay, well, I see you train like this. This is how much you weigh. Um, We're really just trying to keep you fueled. We're not trying to make you lose weight. That wasn't the goal at all. It was right. we just want to make sure you're, you're eating enough protein to support right. your body and your, and that you can recover. And then you're eating enough carbs to slow muscle breakdown and to also, um, you know, fuel your workouts right. and then go from there. I was doing that. And what I realized too was, wow, like I definitely 
was eating way too much fat without realizing it because mm-hmm. now I'm starting to like just really look at everything that had fat in it, right? you know, and it all adds up and I wasn't eating enough protein and I definitely was not eating close to the amount of carbs I should have been eating. Yeah. Which is like kind of, at all. That's kind of what happened to me on this RP thing. Cause I was like, cause that's the thing that I was noticing is that the, the carbs were higher than I thought they were going to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm still not like yeah. losing weight the way I'm supposed to because of the drinking, <laughs> because the alcohol, because you have to count that. Obviously mm-hmm. you have to count every single thing that goes in your mouth. But, um, it was surprising to me how many carbs they were having me eat and, and the protein is well, it's crazy. usually a big surprise for most yeah. people, but you, you also just have to look at like, you're probably doing a lot more like in the gym than you really realize. And you're on the go a lot, especially with redoing the gym right now. But yeah. I wasn't eating near the amount of carbs I should have been. And that's because I was getting all of, I was doing the whole carbs are the enemy. Right. Right. Oh, carbs are the enemy. (laughs) And I was trying to eat a lot of vegetables Mm -hmm. and sweet potatoes and things like that. But I, you'd have to eat a lot of fucking broccoli to like, (laughs) and then you just, I would be sick. Just farting all the time. Yeah. And like over the course of the last few years, I've still been learning about my body. Like I now know that I do not digest high fibrous foods very well. And it, 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 as it, res- like when what? It, uh, coconut oil on, there's a diet called the FODMAP diet. Oh yeah. Yeah. I remember when you had, yeah. And it basic, it's basically like foods that are really osmotic that okay. pull a lot of water to your intestine. Okay. And like foods that are really, um, high fiber. Okay. So gluten, Uh huh. um, vegetables like uh all the good ones <laughs> <laughs> i remember i already went down that list Basically, like i can't eat anything that i like yeah. yeah um but yeah a lot of that i just it makes me sick and what happens too is like that almost backfires if i eat those things that make me really bloated and distended mm-hmm. and gassy you know <laughs> nobody wants a gassy friend no. <laughs> but yeah i'd eat those things which in my mind i was doing the right thing Right. You know, there was a period of time where I was like, I just wasn't, I'm like, I'm training a lot. I'm like, that's all I did. And I'm like, I'm eating my food, you know? And it's like, how come I'm not like, like kind of like feeling the way I want to in my clothes. Mm-hmm. And I remember my coach at the time had said like, well, make sure that three out of your four meals a day, you're getting your carbs from like vegetables as much as you can. Okay. And I was like, okay. So it happened to be the fall at this time. Mm-hmm. Also, you guys, I understand that I somehow went off on a tangent, but I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> um, this is basically how I found out that I can't digest a lot of food. I loved roasting vegetables. So I would roast like squash and peppers and mushrooms and leeks and right. you know, all this mm-hmm. really yummy stuff. And I ate that to make sure I was getting like to fill up. Mm-hmm. right because you you say like, I could put a bunch of food on salad like maybe if I'm like in a caloric deficit make everything a salad and you can get full right um and what happened is I was like now really sick like my stomach was always cramping and I was really distended and really bloated and it was like shortly after that that um my coach had sent me the FODMAP diet just to read uh-huh and and it was like all the same yes it was literally were, yeah, all of the food that one. I had been mm-hmm. upping right was on that list. It's like, you want to minimize the amount of this, like limit the amount of this shit you're eating. Right. And also one thing that's on there is uh, coconut oil. And I've known that for a while that I can't do coconut oil. I get okay. like crazy cramping in my stomach. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I wish I would have known. I think I was cooking for you a lot. Probably just had just tons of coconut oil in there. No. <laughs> just teasing you. No. Just killing you slowly. But yeah, so I... Started focusing a lot on just counting everything and consistency for me. So yeah. that's where like the RP diet or the was a little bit. There's a there's so many different ways you can like diet and reach your goals. Right. And everybody's so different. That's why there, there should be different options and different right. things out there. For well, me. the RPs really worked for Daniel. I think he's lost like, I don't and know. It, he's like I mean, look at their before the and afters. Wanted. Yeah, look at their before and afters. Good. It's crazy. Well, and those people are all being super compliant. Yes. So this is just me saying that it's been hard for me because of my lifestyle. Yes. But, but, it, that's, but that's important. Yeah. That's important yeah, for people to, find to know. something that's good you know, for it's yours. Like, like I was looking at the app. So yeah. I always use my fitness pal. Mm-hmm. And you can go in there and I did the premium and you can plug in your exact macros 
and you can adjust that because if you get like the free version it gives you a percentage and they can kind of get close oh, okay. to what you want uh-huh. um, and then i started using the trifecta app because i started working with trifecta and we developed right. their app which is epic if you guys haven't tried it i haven't tried it yet yeah you can type in your specific macros um you can log your workouts log your um obviously all your food and then log your weight and it also i me and daniel actually program for the app that's right so if you guys get the daily workouts in that app they're coming from me and dj Mm -hmm. which is very cool but i started using that and what was great about it is all of the things i didn't really like about other apps we Mm -hmm. could really work on and and change um one thing that is a pro not honestly a problem but you just need to be aware of it when you're using a lot of these apps especially my fitness pal they have a huge database of foods right all kinds right well all of these all of these companies are like their catalog. I don't know the correct word would be like all of the options are available. Right. If you search like a restaurant right. or you right. search so for food. Like RP still has a lot that aren't in there. So yes. you have to like, oh, I, I ate this, but then I have to find something that's comparable to yes. that and then punch it in. So, so it's not even really a lot what you of ate, people, but like, they're working on, I guess. Yeah. When, when we were launching the trifecta app, uh-huh. a lot of people were like, well, we didn't want to leave my fitness pal for that because my fitness pal has, has so more much more data. Yeah. Well, with that though, Theirs is user built. Right. That's what you were telling me earlier. This is where it's like, if you are really trying to reach a goal and you're really trying to like be super compliant, you just have to like eat at home Mm -hmm. and weigh and measure your food and, and do that because you can be super specific, um, weigh and measure everything. You know, when you start like guesstimating and especially like searching things through like my fitness pal, there are, they're all user inputs. Right. So, so like, say I went and I was like, oh, I had an In-N-Out burger. And you like just and I'm pick like, one. Just pick one on there. You have no idea, have no idea who put it in it there. You have yeah. no idea right. how accurate it is. Yeah, which I did not know And some people me. might be like, well, it's, at least it's close, you know. But again, those little things are going to keep you from your goal. Right. You know, um, that's where I think like with, I was looking at the RP app. You know, and you can't really adjust things. And it, it gives you exactly at what time you're going to eat what. And I do think that there's so much value in that. Yeah. With learning how, like them just telling you one. Some people just want to be told exactly what to eat, whatever. Right. But if you have kind of a crazy schedule or, you know, you can you can be compliant, but you need a little bit more leeway in deciding what time you eat certain things. Right. Right. Um, that's val. I mean, that's important. It, it comes down to your lifestyle, um, how can you be compliant? How can we make you the most compliant if you have like non-negotiables? Right. We find ways to do that. That's one thing I really like about working against gravity. They're really big on finding ways to adjust your your relationship with food and your lifestyle to a way that's like, if there's these things that you can't change, well, then what can we do to make it fit the what best we, that we right. can. And then you decide during the yes. day, like, oh, I want to fit this in later. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to not, you know, eat this much at this time mm-hmm. at this meal, or I'm going to eat egg whites all day. Yeah. And then <laughs> yep. you know, we so. get texts like that. If we're like going out to dinner, we'll get a text in the morning from DJ. It's like protein and egg whites all day. Cause we always like, I know, in, people super always like yeah. Cause they would like see when we were traveling or something like, how do you eat that stuff? Well, we were we all sharing, it. we split it, we all taste it. But we've all like tortured ourselves and eaten farty egg whites yeah. for, you know, half the day to eat yeah. it. So, but for me, um, if I'm feeling like I am, like I've been traveling a lot, and actually for me, sometimes it's easier for me to like maintain the weight that I want when I'm traveling and working. Like if I'm traveling for like athlete camps or I'm traveling right. and like, um, because I, if I'm really sticking to my diet too, mm-hmm. I almost get too nervous to like eat out too much. Right. So I just go to the grocery store and I, then I just choose to eat really plain. And that's always a great rule of thumb with mm-hmm. diet. If you don't know what to eat, eat plain. plain. <laughs> like true. super plain, um, which isn't necessarily like that exciting, but you'll be excited when you take your clothes off and look <laughs> in the mirror. <laughs> Which I definitely am not. (laughs) Not super excited. I just try not to look. (laughs) Same. There's. Have you ever had days where like, I've had days where I got ready. This even in school, like high school. Yeah. I got ready and like, 
avoided looking at myself yeah, in the mirror all day because <laughs> you can't change it. If I see what I look like, I might might ruin my day. Can't change it. Can't change it. Uh, this is what I look like. <laughs> it's true. But yeah, for me, eat more plain. Um, cook from home. Making sure I'm drinking a lot of water. Making sure mostly I'm just not eating out. Yeah, that's what that's what if gets I me, if I love eating out. But even when we and that's the thing though too. Well, even, if we eat even, breakfast out, we know how to yeah, eat. Yeah, breakfast I think it's, we can dinner eat, is harder for me. Dinner's hard for me, and I'll tell you why. Because you're better at like you you're good at eating vegetables. <laughs> And I hate vegetables. I'm the worst eater. So for me, when I go out, I always think like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get a salad like everybody else. I'll get extra protein on it. I'll get my dressing on the side, and then I start eating, and I'm like, why the fuck did I get this? It's horrible. Yeah, and then, I hate and it. Then we and come then back I don't to the problem. Eat it. Yeah, and we come back back to the problem and, of you not. And then I enough. don't eat it, and then I go home, and I'm like, I'm hungry. I'll just make this English muffin with some peanut butter on it. Yeah, you know? I black so out like- <laughs> in the middle of the night. Wake up, I come to in the kitchen. Oh, yeah, we were just talking just about this just like yesterday. elbow deep in the peanut Brooke's butter a 3 jar. AM eater. I am. <laughs> oh my god. If I want to like, if I'm trying to get my shit together, which I am right now, okay. Maybe you I just actually have like that am. sleep eating problem. I just get hungry. <laughs> And I sometimes a, I like can't sleep, and I'm like, you know what could put me to sleep? A PB and J. I had a nightmare the other night that. I was just eating a ton of candy and ice cream. Like, like it was the weirdest thing. Like I woke up and it was just, I was like, oh my God, did I really do that? And I literally went downstairs to check to see if I like did like a sleep eating type thing. Thank God there were no wrappers or any ice cream out. So I felt better about it. But I was like, holy crap, that scared me. (laughs) It was really scary. I just told you about my nightmare about getting hair extensions. (laughs) (laughs) I had a nightmare the other night that uh I was getting my hair done and they like showed me the back of my head and you could just see it was as if I had like not really any hair and they had put like tape and extensions they were covering the back of my head to give me length but you could see all of the tapes and they just looked at me and they're like we did the best that we could (laughs) I was like these are your nightmares (laughs) oh boy these are our nightmares getting fat and losing our hair one of the best things, this, this is one of the, this is when I knew that Gina really loved me. <laughs> when she told me, I love you so much, I would get fat for you. <laughs> I did. You did. You did. And uh, that's what brought that's us together. That's what happened. <laughs> and I looked at you and I said, are you sure? Yeah. And I saw it through. Yeah. <laughs> we call I'm it bulking. Kidding, you guys. I don't think I'm fat. She's There's not probably fat. people out there that are like, come on. You guys, both of you, but seriously, we all, we all want to feel a certain way in our own bodies. And so that's really what we're talking about. It's not that we think we're fat or, you know, if if you're heavier than we are, that we think you're fat. (laughs) It's just, Uh, just, because this is a safe space, because I don't know who all is actually listening to this (laughs) before we say goodbye for this episode. I just want to say a pet peeve that I have. Oh, go. (sighs) Okay. Most recent. Okay. These Instagram posts yeah. that have like this person that does real versus Instagram. I haven't seen that. And it's like like fitnessy people. Yeah. And they'll do real where they're like standing there slumped and like Oh, like they're like, this is what my body really really looks looks like. like. (laughs) But on Instagram, if I turn this way and suck in and do this, this is what I look like on Instagram. Yeah. That's not it's not that I think that. Okay, the pet peeve is this. Mm-hmm. When the person looks good as shit in both. <laughs> I'm going to do one, when, like a like real I've one. I've seen some from yeah. people that are like just pretty cut up, like diced right. up. And like, <laughs> why? Yeah. Like, I don't, I mean. That's not making anybody get, else well, feel like, better. I get what you're saying, but sure. maybe find a, a more realistic of like what a real person looks like <laughs> right. and share it on your Instagram. Right. right. Anyways, that's my, my soapbox <laughs> for a second. I'm going to do one of those. yes no gina's gonna redo all my photos (laughs) oh my god i'm gonna put booty shorts on and like a little top and you know just make a complete fool out of myself just gut out (laughs) i i see so many photos i'm like i want to recreate that (laughs) we should just do a full yes we should do a full album that's just 
us re- trying to recreate yoga poses. <laughs> what? <laughs> yoga poses. I saw one. I'm uh, not limber at all. You're going to get all the poses. You know what it is? It's like the Celeste Barber challenge or whatever they, mm-hmm. whatever it is. She's on Instagram and she's hilarious. And it's like, you're the model. And then I'm actually Celeste Barber <laughs> <laughs> trying to do what you're doing. <laughs> That's what we should do. Okay. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. All right. Hey guys, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Um, remember to rate, rate, review, review subscribe, subscribe, five star, star rating, rating, five star, star warning. warning. Yeah. Most of you probably need a warning. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Um, we'll talk to you next time. And my mom's coming to town. Oh yeah, we're gonna have we're gonna have my mom. We're gonna have Leslie on the uh, podcast. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, we're not even gonna tell her. We're just gonna throw yeah, her in. We are. We're gonna throw her in. Mom, you know what's gonna happen? She's gonna take. She's over. She's going to take over. You're going to love her. Yeah. Okay, guys. Well, thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.